This is Getting Real. This is a podcast that genuinely shares the real issues about being a real Christian. No more being fake, wearing facades, playing religious games, just being real about struggles, hopes, and dreams. This podcast is how to be genuine in your Christian faith without being some religious overbearing jerk. We're going to encourage you about being who you are in your Christian faith. So let's get real. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Getting Real with Robert Corbell. Well, good morning. I have a, I'm excited about today. You know, I, I tell you what really excites me is when I really sense and feel that the Lord has given me a, a direction, a message, something that, to share. First of all, something for me personally, and then something I can share with, with others. Uh, I, I just, I've just had a really great morning, and uh, one of the things God has been speaking to me about, and he told me that I had been in a season of discouragement, um, depression, uh, just frustration, and uh, in a place of just, uh, you know, really kind of wanting to give up. And uh, he, he, he began to tell me, he began to compare me and my situation and what I've been going through to, to, with Peter. And he showed me, he said, you know, Peter, after I was crucified, he was very disappointed. And, and you know, I've been disappointed with, with what's happened or things that happened in the past or the, the outcome of what I've seen in the past. And it, it didn't happen the way I wanted it to. It didn't happen the way I thought it should or the way it could have happened or, or whatever it is, things that have taken place uh, in, in relationships, raising my kids and, and friends and ministry, all the different things in my life. And, and the outcome has just not been what I thought it should be, wanted it to be. And it was just very disappointing. And I, I think Peter felt the same way as he saw his Lord, his friend, his the one whom he was following, being crucified, the one who he thought would be the king, uh, literally the take over the authority over the over the over the Jews, and and he saw him uh, being crucified and 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 treated so harshly and terribly, and and saw him die on the cross, and on top of that, then, you know, the Lord had spoken to him before and told him that he would deny him, and he did. And then he denied him. So then he had this guilt and this shame and this regret and remorse about what he had done and how he had handled the situation and how he, he'd done those things. And, and, you know, I felt some of those same things about how I've handled things, the mistakes, the failures, the sins, all those things coupled with the disappointment and the discouragement, put those things together. And it, it was just a frustrating, it's just been a frustrating time. And, 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 you know, Peter says, you know what, I, I'm going fishing. That's what he tells him. He says, I'm going to go fishing. And that, that speaks to me like, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to do what I've been chosen to do or called to do. I'm going back to what I used to do. I'm going back to, to being a fisherman. Just going back to, to being a fisherman. And, and I, I felt some of those same things. You know what, it didn't work out the way it was what I thought. And so I'm just going to go and just kind of disappear and just be in the uh, 
you know, in the background and, and, and just go back to what I'm, what I could do before, go back to what I was doing before. And you see, I, I was thinking about Peter as he's sitting there on the, uh, in the boat and he's out there fishing and the, the scripture says, he says, and they caught nothing. They caught nothing. You know, uh, during this time in my life, I, I've, I've seen just uh, provision almost dry up and things start happening where it just, it's just nothing's seemingly working. It's, it's just not, not bringing in the fish. It's not bringing in provision. It's not bringing enough to do what, what uh, you know, enough to, to do anything with. And so uh, here he is out there and he, he catches nothing. He's catching nothing. But you know what? Um, the Lord, what happens is the Lord knows he's out there. He knows what he's gone through. He knows how he's feeling. He knows this season of his life and all the things that he's he's been dealing with, the, the the personal regret, the shame, the guilt, and all these different things on the inside of him, and the disappointment, the frustration, maybe even questioning, you know, why was I even following Jesus? Why didn't I even do that things? You know, those things may have been going through his mind during all this time. And so Jesus calls out to him and they said, he says, children, have you any food? You know, I, during this season of Peter's life and in my life, he never, he, he never rejected him. He never said, you're not my kid anymore. You're not, you're not mine. You know, if, if you've gone through these things, if you're in that situation today, I, I want you to know that, that he still considers you one of his kids. And, and he's concerned about provision in your life. He's concerned whether you've caught any fish, whether you have what you need, have what you went for. I mean, he, he has some, he, he has a personal, genuine interest in your life. And, and that's what Jesus was saying. He says, children, do, do you have any food? And they answered him. They said, no. And then he said to them, he said, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. I'd fish. Now, this is not a, an uncommon thing. This, this actually took place in another time in the scripture, another time in Peter's life. So this was a, a jolt. This was something that was to wake Peter up to his destiny, to the call on his life, to the, to the plans and the purposes that God has. And this, this he, he, he does this miracle once again. He tells them, you know, cast your net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. I'm sure that they had been fishing them from both sides of the boat all this time during the evening, and yet they still caught nothing. And yet now Jesus says to do that. And so they did. They, they, they were obedient to that voice that spoke out, said, and they cast it out. And now that when they, when they put their net out and they were bringing the net back in, they were not able to draw it in because of this multitude of fish. Once again, this magnitude of a miracle takes place in their life. In spite of Peter being 
hardened, in spite of him being frustrated, in spite of him being ashamed, in spite of the guilt, in spite of all the things that he had been going through, in spite of him even just kind of rejecting the call in his life and going fishing, in spite of that, Jesus fills that net with this multitude of fish. It says, therefore, the disciple whom Jesus loved, as, as John said to Peter, says, it is the Lord. All of a sudden, the revelation and the remembrance of who Jesus is and his authority, his lordship and his friendship and everything who he is, all of a sudden, the revelation, his, their eyes were opened to this resurrected Christ. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put out his he put on his outer garment for he had removed it, and then he plunged into the sea. He didn't even wait for the boat to get there. He jumps out of the boat. And then the other disciples, they came in a little in the little boat, for they were far from the land, but there were only about a hundred cubits dragging this net of fish with them. And then the Bible says that when they, when they arrived, when they got to the land, they saw this fire of coals there and there were fish laid on it and bread. And then Jesus said, he said, bring some of those fish that, which you have caught. Simon Peter went up and he dragged the net up to the land full of large fish. And there was 153 of them. I mean, it was huge. It was a huge catch. And the net wasn't even broken. And Jesus says, come and eat breakfast. I, I, I just, I, I'm just amazed by the grace, the mercy, and the love of the Lord. That through all that Peter had gone through and all the things, the frustration and all the things that he was dealing with, he meets Peter out there fishing and he wants to spend time with him. He wants to, to eat breakfast with him. He wants to be near him. I just sense the Lord just really speaking to you today. You know, you may have uh, thinking you were running or moving away from the call or the destiny on your life. You may have failed in some shape or form and may have sinned in some kind of way. But I just sense and feel the Lord drawing you back. and He's wanting you to come and eat breakfast with him. He's wanting you to, he's wanting to be near you. He's wanting to commune with you, to spend time with you. And yet none of the disciples would dare to say, who are you? Knowing it was the Lord. And so they understood this was the resurrected Jesus Christ. And he was alive and he was calling them. Jesus came and he took bread and he gave it to them and likewise the fish. This was the third time that Jesus showed himself to the disciples. 